How, how do you, you keep not? a car in a box? How do you keep those tiny little guys in there? They're so fun to play with. It's like with. keeping a bird in a cage. How do you do it? Yeah, like, mm. well, I understand how you keep a bird in a cage. Like, so <laughs> it's going to shit all over your house <laughs> if you don't. Hey, roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week, I invite friends out thrifting with me. We gather a haul, then drag it back to the studio to tell you what we found. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Cars, the vehicle you drive appreciation show, because through you, they listen to our podcast as well. And with this show, all cars are welcome. Hey, everybody, Toddy here. And then Josh is over to my right looking confused a little bit. Welcome to Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people. What's up, Josh? Tell me. I wasn't prepared for the cars pitch. Well, in that case, I guess we've got to run that bumper again. Awesome. Okay, so as usual, I thrift two times a week, once for the show, Josh, once with you, and then once earlier in the week. And the earlier thrift haul had a lot of our four-wheeled friends that we're going to be talking about today. So I had a lot of car stuff on my brain and then got into a hit and run the same day. So it's about time that I started appreciating my car and what it does for me and when it got smackery smackery doodled that's when i i object and and i'm i'm welcoming all cars to the show you know what as a tribute to the damage done let's bring out the other cars that we have that haven't been a part of it and give them the recognition they deserve and as we do on the show we have smoking hot thrift halls that's what we do so all the car talk today will be secondhand. Uh, eBay alert is going to be car stuff. Thrift Tales, car stuff. That's like Thrifty's tagline if we were broy, like thrifty, you know, flaming hot deals. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're going to start start right off here. Um, the prized possession that I've actually had this for quite some time. I grew up with one of these, and fortunately was able to find one again at the Goodwill outlet not too long ago. And yeah, you're right. It's a car. What we're looking at as our first piece from our thrift hall, a red sports car VHS rewinder. And it is plugged in. I was not prepared for it to be plugged in. Oh, did you almost pull it out of the socket? (laughs) Yeah, I almost pulled it out of the wall. And these were made in the early to mid-90s. And what you do, um, it's on the, you're trying, are you trying to rewind it? No, I was just opening it okay, up. I was so just popping the hood. What you do when you pop the hood, you take this VHS tape, and I'll let you do it. You put the VHS in the car. 
Are we going to acknowledge that it's Mac and Me? Yeah, we can acknowledge it's the great, fabulous, well-celebrated, and liked Mac and Me so VHS tape. we're going to rewind it from the point where the handicapped kid gets pushed over the cliff. That's exactly where the tape is. So we're going to well, rewind it Well, somebody gave back. up on it because it's a disgusting scene. So go ahead and slide that tape in. Close the hood of that car. Oh, it lights up. Yeah. And whirs. Yeah, I got some whirs in there. And yeah, it lights up. It has headlights. And you put the car right in it. And I had those growing up, and people our age and even a little bit younger, we really messed around with those Disney VHS tapes. That was our thing growing up. And what my sister and I used to do, we used to go bam, 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 bam. So we would we would watch a VHS tape. We would pull out The Little Mermaid. We would put The Little Mermaid in that car rewinder and then already have one spring-loaded into the VHS player to play for us. I think it says a lot about my upbringing that, like, I had friends that had these, and I had family members that had these. But at my house, you were expected to just rewind the tape in the VCR because it could do that. And this that wasn't, was a feature of the VCR at the time that it could rewind. Yeah, it, this wasn't like a necessary thing. This is like if you really weird flex is what you're saying. Binge. What this is? Yeah, this is like you know, and they were you know stylistic. And they had different ones other than the red car, so. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them were like gifted. Yep. But like very one use, unnecessary. Doesn't even fast forward, only rewinds. But yeah, that red sports car, you could get one of those now for about 20 bucks. eBay.com, the website, that's not including shipping. Um, I did get it. It's pretty light, so it was pretty cheap, but it was the exact one my sister and I grew up with that I had for so long. And I even had that one into like my teens, even early 20s. And then I lost it. Bing, bang, boom. I got it, and it worked. And this guy has been sitting on the shelf for a while, and, I, and I've been waiting for a great time to announce his presence. And with Car Appreciation Week on the horizon, Josh, that's what we're doing here today. It's still rewinding this fucking tape. It's going to take a while, It's Josh. not even a, an efficient machine. Mm-hmm. I understand the nostalgia of it, but even back then, I wasn't on Coke in the 80s. Everybody else was, and this kind of shit you know, got made and produced. Um, oh, oh, there oh. it is. Oh, it popped open. A loud pop open as the lights turn off because the hood opened. Uh, yeah, and it is fully rewound now. That and dog about, has been fully dunked, baby, all rewound. It's crazy how heavy VHS tapes are just on their one side when they're Well, Mac actually, and Me, yeah, this Mac and Me tape is from, yeah, it's it's from 88. So this Mac and Me tape off of Orion, we could li- have that on the show too, but... That was that was a v that was it that was a a VHS tape that I actually remember winding in the original one so that's why I brought it out for this this uh, animated one. It's still in the same position that it probably was like you know the last time you watched it was probably you know at least five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that car too is up on the shelf so I got my Frankenstein standing by it. I got a lot of ghouls and gadgets that we've picked up secondhand shopping and they now accompany the car on the shelf. Yeah, we got a weird little scientist guy today, too. A weird little scientist guy. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly where he's from. I tried to do some back background information. I couldn't find it. But the scientist guy is about four inches tall. It's got uh, a circular body, like a donut hole-shaped body, a little plump in the center. It looks like a Nightmare Before Christmas, like a fat character from Nightmare Before Christmas, like how they would model that. Yeah. Mixed with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, I think the, if a Ninja Turtle villain was done by Tim Burton and starred in the very famous film Nightmare Before Christmas. I think we should 
and well, Tim Burton didn't direct Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, but I think we should. Uh, I think we should just post a picture of it on Facebook and see if that somebody see can if, find yeah, it. Yeah, any of the roaches can recognize this because nobody that we were with today really, you know, everybody's like, "Wow, that's neat." Chris mm-hmm. saw it, but we're, we couldn't identify this. Yeah, thing. friend of the show, Chris was at the same Goodwill outlet, and he's planning to quit his job in 2019 to do some weird thrifting schemes. And I said, "Well, Chris." friend of the show thanks for being a part of this yes i'll do those schemes so i'll be doing some chris schemes which will be updated in in the new year so get ready for chris schemes now the next car on our list is a car that's very near and dear to me the original cover art for the show is me sitting on my front steps with a plush version of this car big monster truck fan what we're looking at is a hasbro from the year 2000, Grave Digger Monster Truck. And uh, over the course of Grave Digger's, um, I guess, his existence, Grave Digger himself, his name is Dennis Anderson, which I did not know until I was doing this. Because Denny. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I'm just more in- interested in the truck. Right? Well, I think the, the truck is much more famous than Denny Anderson. Denny Anderson. But I'll have you know that Denny Anderson has been driving Gravedigger for longer than you'd think. Now, I did some I did some backup research on Denny Anderson and dude has had multiple concussions. He broke his back. He's breaking ankles every year these days. And he has so many, like, he basically almost killed himself in Gravedigger so many times, but he's still doing Gravedigger stuff. The same Denny Anderson that we did not know that drove Gravedigger then is the same person we do not know now uh, driving Gravedigger now. The great thing now is that we have the technology that when Danny, Denny dies, we can just take his brain mm-hmm. and plug it into Gravedigger. Yes. And just make him... His be- soul, Denny's soul will never die. The gimmick the will grave. always live on, yeah. We don't need Denny to keep Gravedigger. Now, I have, I, I have a question for you, and I didn't realize there were so many either. But do you know how many versions of Gravedigger monster truck there has been? If you had to guess, like like versions like after it wrecked, or like versions with like new paint jobs. Um, like uh, I guess you could refer to them as like a Gravedigger upgrade, like Gravedigger one, Gravedigger two. Okay, it, like so, Iron Man suits. Yeah, sort of like that, and sort and yeah, some of them were rebuilt and remade because of an accident. But regardless of the situation, they were in in quotes upgraded to the and next. They were yeah. They they yeah. learned their it wasn't fault just repaired. And yeah, they improved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I would say fourteen. Fourteen? Well, it's you're a little under. It's actually thirty-seven. Holy <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> thirty-seven, soon to be thirty-eight. How Thir- many? Gravedigger 38 debuts in 2019. How much money does 38 Gravediggers cost? A lot. And now, so I dug in a little deeper, dug into the grave a little deeper. Do you know about Digger's Dungeon and what Digger's Dungeon is? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not not in the way that I think that you're asking me, no. Well, it's in it's in Poplar Branch, North Carolina. It's thirty minutes away from uh, Kills Devil Hills, the hometown of one Dennis Anderson. And you could actually go to Digger's Dungeon, and you basically see it's just basically a Gravedigger amusement park, only smaller. 
and some of the old grave diggers are hanging out there. Um, and so a lot of the times when grave diggers are retired, they go to Digger's Dungeon. Why doesn't he call it Grave Digger's Dungeon? I don't know. Digger's Dungeon just sounds like it's like some guy from Australia who's like, Hey, mate. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hey>, mate. <laughs> Catch me digging. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm But, um, and some fans who go to D- Digger's Dungeon, though there's really no raw, like rhyme or reason to when he shows up, but some lucky fans sometimes get to meet Dennis Anderson and get his autograph. Ooh. So if you go to Digger's Dungeon on a Denny day, your dog is fully dunked. <laughs> like... You're you're super excited. You landed that 100%. Yeah, I was afraid I'd skip, but I didn't. That was perfect. Yeah, thank you. But um, So we have Gravedigger again. I grew up with monster trucks. I have Medusa stuff on the walls, too. I have Medusa that. And um, so I thought it was interesting that if you want to talk about the aura of what a badass car or vehicle is, Gravedigger is cool ass aura for that car it's like the undertaker if the undertaker was a car yeah there was a <laughs> i think gravedigger is obviously like my number one and then like bigfoot is probably two mm-hmm. and then there was one named samson that was oh like, yeah with the arms yeah that had like yeah the arms on the sides where uh so i think that was number three for me mm-hmm. growing up so there there's a lot of good ones um, so we have the VHS rewinder from the mid-90s, the red car. You open it up, throw a VHS in it, lights up. We got the Hasbro Gravedigger, add to my small Gravedigger co- collection that's now getting even muddier by the day. And eBay Alert, as I mentioned before, it's going to be about car stuff. But these these types of cars that we're going to be talking about, Josh, you definitely had them growing up, if I recall. But we're going to hop into eBay Alert. eBay. Alert. So, new fans to the show, eBay Alert. I check out ebay.com, the website, and from that I see um, items that are trending and selling. And so I report in to say what I found, what's up there, what people are buying. And I don't know if if there's maybe a new series of these that have come out. So that's why people are kind of digging into them eBay alert, micro machines. What say you? Oh, Mike, if you can, any micro machine you can get, snatch up because whether you have kids or whether you have them growing up, they're a great toy. Mm-hmm. And you're going to stand on some. They're like Legos. There's le- they're like Legos, only they're breakable. Yeah, they're Legos with wheels, tiny, tiny little wheels. Yeah, but they were vehicle miniatures, a.k.a. baby cars. People know them as baby cars. Uh, Mid-80s to mid-90s. They were made by Jalub, later Hasbro. Um, and what I took a look at, there's some classic mic- micro machine sets that are on eBay.com, the website, that go back to the original era of those. Uh, what I saw on there, Micro Machines Armed Forces Collection, buy now or best offer. Everything's a tank in it, brother. We got the tank Jeep. We got the tank motorbike. We got the tank tank. And then we got the truck tank. They're all tanks. I had that set. I also had the airplane set that was from the military as well mm-hmm. when Micro Machines started doing the planes. But, uh, yeah, because, like, I was super – I had the Desert Storm trading card. So, like, mm-hmm. if I could have little versions – Cops of, were fine back then, right? Yeah, I was like uh, – yeah. yeah, I was a little kid. I was, you know, like America, you know, mm-hmm. like – 
I didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah, I, I could understand that. And back then, what do you think that playset would have that those micro machines would have ran for? You think? Um, I think probably. I think you got like I think it was like five or six in for like, like a twenty set. bucks, a little under. And it was like fifteen bucks 15 or something bucks. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that original one, if you did have that on card mint, sixty dollars. Buy it now. So I can't believe that mint on card micro machines even exist because like yeah somebody you, kept them. How, how do you, you keep not, a car in a box? How do you keep those tiny little guys in there? They're so fun to play with. It's like with. keeping a bird in a cage. How do you do it? Yeah, like mm. well, I understand how you keep a bird in a cage. Like so, it's gonna <laughs> shit all over your house if you don't. <laughs> it's gonna die somewhere else. Yeah, it's gonna fly away. It's, that's pretty. That's like one of the reasons why I think we do keep those birds in the cage because we don't want it to die anywhere besides right there yeah we need to know when it's not living anymore yeah stay, stay there and tell me when you're dead bird there was also uh so if you weren't uh into the military um there's also something that's coming up called classy chromers and there's a set of classy chromers there's a motorcycle a gas truck and two buses and they're chromy that's their whole thing i didn't have those when i was little no, I was a purist with my micro machines. I wanted the realistic micro machines. I didn't want glowing. The metal. gay buses were not an issue. What the fuck am I going to do with a shiny bus in my little micro machine world? How am I going to justify that to the people? And this is from another seller. And this particular seller actually had micro machines. They were selling them individually as well. And they were people were buying from this seller. So it's out there. But they had classy chromers for buy now. Fifty nine bucks seventy one cents. Fifty. Oh, you didn't like the classy Chromers for that. That's a. I mean, I maybe because nobody bought them that they're a higher price now on the yeah. collectible market. But like, I want to play with my toys. I'm not collecting them and like keeping a bird in the cage. 60, That's all that is. I'm telling 60 you. Sixty bucks. No. Next one up, we're getting back into the cop stuff. These were later on. It seems like the only micro machines that people are buying or selling are cops related. I swear I didn't have any cop ones. Mine were all pretty innocent. I had some. Well, I had like everything. Like, I mean. Boat uh, stuff. I had the baby boats. I had the boats. I had the planes. I had the constructions. I had, yeah, police, fire trucks, all kinds of things. So you had the whole town. So you needed some cops because. I, yeah, it I, was a whole town. So I only had, had the cars. I didn't have any of the like the play sets because yeah. we, you know like we lived in the country and I would go out in the dirt and I would build little things into like the our yard was slanted, so I would just build things into the slant oh. and just drive them all around like a little like improvised place. That, that's what. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, needless to say, you needed a little bit of everything besides classy chromers. You yeah, didn't need I would. Those I would the mud. build little lakes. I would dig little holes and put water in it and have the little boats in there and stuff. Yeah, I went all out. Well, this Texas Highway Patrol kit it has a cop car, a helicopter, and then what they later introduced as a small heli- helipad. So it's actually a baby building. I never had any baby buildings. No, I never had those. I never had them, but I always the commercials for micro machines were amazing because I'll put one in for the, for commercials. Yeah, they had fast talking. Um, I forget his name, Steve something or other. I think uh, Makita or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was great, and he would pitch it, 
And you would see all the little like things going around, and they had the little elevator. Toys always looked way better in the commercials back then, because you'd buy them and you'd be like baby cars. Oh, they had like the He-Man commercials where the kids were playing with the playsets and it looked like hell around the kids, mm-hmm. like even in the background, and like they went over the top to make them look cool. But last call back in the day, you threw that W up because you welcomed all cars into that mud yard. All uh, cars. Anything with an engine was welcome into my micro world. And that's how we do it here at Thrifty Podcast. Welcome to all cars listening right now. Now, the Texas Highway Patrol set is a buy now 30 bucks. See, that's... And it has and it has the helipad, which not a lot of folks have those. See, that's a good price. You're not getting... That's, I mean, that's half the price of the Chromers. Half the price of the Chromers. Here's something that you know... I'm going to be freaked out in a good way to talk about. So Micro Machines, they had a presidential limo series. Did you know that? I did not. Did they have a JFK one? Yeah, dude. (laughs) So they had President Harry Truman's 1950 Lincoln Cosmopolitan. They had JFK's Lincoln Continental and... The X100 convertible, which I'm no historian, but I feel like that was his death car, right? I mean, the death car was definitely convertible. I mean, I don't know any other convertible that he's associated with other than the one that he died in. And then President James Carter's Lincoln Town Car. So that's Micro Machines presidential series. Imagine being a kid and... The micro machine your parents buy for you is Jimmy Carter's town <laughs> car. <laughs> and then they have to explain to you why that's like they have to really sell but that. But son, I mean, come on, his brother had a beer. <laughs> <laughs> JFK, he was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. So that's what I'm be- I'm going to be feasting my eyes on some eBay.com listings for that presidential limo series cuz there was none altogether. And if we're looking at presidential cars, we're looking at like thirty bucks a pop for JFK cars. I believe that. Like, there's probably what a some, weird thing. There's some real like chase micro machine figures out there because there's just so many of them. Quick commercial break. But when we return, we find out, Josh, that not all cars are good cars. Because some cars are bad cars. Machine Man here presenting the genuine original, colossally collectible, most minted miniature replicas of the real things, Micro Machines. Dramatically detailed, stupendously styled, smaller than enough, this one or this one. And now with a totally terrific town, the new Micro Machine Super City Toolbox playset. Closed, it's a mild matter toolbox. Open, it's a Micro Machine USA. Cruise your mini Micro Machine vehicles, planes, and boats to the police station, the marina, the mini motorcycle repair shop, the gas station, the construction office, work, the real working drawbridge, highway, passenger ramp, and garage doors. Or take a Micro Machine flying machine in full landing. Phew, this place has it all. The new Micro Machine Super City Toolbox playset from Galoo. The one and only outrageous original miniatures. Remember, if it doesn't say Micro Machines, it's not the of the shuttles, a five-ton red-eyed monster ready to crush its prey. It's Gravedigger, the high-flying, awe-inspiring megastar of motorsports. Watch Gravedigger's toughest competition do their talking. I'm not afraid of him. He's nothing. Off and on the track with wild wheel-to-wheel action. It's Gravedigger coming at you in this all-new, never-before-seen home video spectacular. Order now. 
Sykes here, and I just want to take a quick moment to tell you about my show, Start the Beat. It's a podcast about independent artists for independent artists. Each episode highlights different humans from all walks of life and their individual stories about inspiration, determination, struggle, and so much more. Dive into the fantastic minds of these amazing people, absorb some useful knowledge, and expand your perspective on the world around you. It's like really important and stuff or whatever curated produced and hosted by me sykes start the beat is part of the ethicast family and you can find it on itunes google play stitcher or wherever else you get your podcasts subscribe today and never miss a beat we're we're back from commercial break here have you ever watched this the show the being recorded before like you are right now um i've seen it post recording but i don't look at your screen while we're actively doing it now as i'm recording i usually get anxiety when you see these little these little white marks your blips if they go like blah ah and they have those little balls hanging off of them you could have just described that to me you know yeah that. well i wanted you to see it in motion as you're looking at my laptop as this is recording so you're good because you're you're fine you're steady that's steady but then sometime like Look at that. Yeah, I've got very robotic peaks. It's yeah. very even keel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. We've just been, wow, on, on our off time here through the show, we've been just appreciating cars so much and what they do because they help you listen to our show, and you are the fans of the show, so all cars are welcome. Um, but sometimes, as I tease Josh before the break, cars sometimes, there are bad cars out there. There are bad cars, like the car that hit you and then drove off. Your yeah. last car that tried to kill me. Yeah. Um, well, that... my well, that was. I would say, I would say the car, my last car that fell apart while we were driving it, that almost killed you. I would argue it, it was a face into the very end. It tried to, it tried to take one of my boys at the very end, but it had the heel. It turned. Wa- it wanted to come down with with somebody it was going out in the blaze of glory it was like look you've been my favorite passenger die with me yeah and um but yeah that that's good a, a, a fellow bad car and it doesn't mean all cars are bad but uh, yeah i got into a hit and run accident and i thought it would be a great opportunity to um to to bring this up and um so i was holiday shopping and i was at a mall right outside of fantastic restaurant red robin um, right outside a mall, a mall fast food restaurant, Red Robin, and I was making a left across traffic, um, Josh. I was making a left across, so I, was, I went across the lane to make a left, and when I was trying to straighten out my left to, to cross over the car in front of me, since it was at a mall, it put on its brakes because it was like letting kids out, which was no big deal because my back end was still in the other lane, but there was no one coming. So I was like, okay, it's fine. Then a late 90s, excuse me, that's a lie. Late 80s, early 90s Dodge Ram rumbles around the corner. And uh, 23-year-old Cam will say that because I did find out who it was. Cam came around the bend and saw my my baby-ass cobalt in that lane. And he accelerated and hit into my cobalt. And then sped around me and went away. Basically, he hit you on purpose and then drove off. Yeah, it was crazy. It was nothing like I've ever experienced. I didn't get hurt. The car got hit into. And the police found him. The police found him. 
Um, when he hit into my car and sped around it, I immediately got out. But since it was an old Dodge Ram, it kicked up smoke. Not smoked. Uh, from the exhaust. Yeah, the exhaust And smoke. it blocked it because I said, like, look, he's peeling off, but there's traffic. It's going to be Christmas time. There's people everywhere. Like, I could probably catch up to him. So there was two witnesses that stopped their car that said, like, I saw what happened. You know, we could get this taken care of. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to go get him. I'm going to go find him. And so <laughs> I'm beat his ass. So, well, I just wanted to be like, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking? And so, like, I, yeah, not as much start a fight, but just be like, where is your head? Yeah. Where is your head? What are you doing? And so I told the witnesses to just go because I was like, I'll find him. And they're like, okay. And then, so long story short, I talked to security. Security got uh, got the cops to come. And turns out Cam was actually outside Target, which was in the same shopping plaza. And I was able to describe what Cam looked like because he accelerated into the car and we met eyes. And I asked the dude, I was like, was I good with the description? And he had answered, to the dip in his mouth, yes, you were good <laughs> yeah. with that description. And that's good. You really know you can see somebody if you can see the dip that they have in their mouth. And it, it the dip had intent. It, so not all, all cars are, are good cars. And speaking about that, this kind of ha- segues into a fan favorite segment, Thrift Tales. Thrift, 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 thrift tales. Now, for new fans of the show, if you've never heard Thrifty before, thrift tales are secondhand stories from all over the globe that I find on Google. I find them on Reddit. I find them on YouTube. I find them any good, any good faith, goodwill stories. I will find them. But today, I found a story out of Fort Myers, Texas of a bad car and i actually have a video clip that i will be showing to you now and then uh listeners at home could uh, enjoy it as well this is out of fort myers uh, a car did a bad thing a car smashed through front of a thrift store and destroyed the whole thing i hope this wasn't cam and he's just on a streak of smashing into shit that people love well you'll find out here soon Breaking news at noon, someone drove right into a thrift store in Fort Myers. This is at the St. Matthew store in Broadway. NBC2's Dave Elias just got there. Dave, walk us through what you're seeing right now. There's a car in a building. Where we are, we're along Broadway Avenue, just across from the Edison Mall. And as you take a look here, this is St. Matthew. Looks like shit. It's good that they have the thrift store location close to the mall. The open sign still hangs. In the smashed window. Uh, it looks like he mostly got lawn furniture, which is, you know, that's okay to go. They tell me that they are going to remain closed for the day. In fact, they've had several customers coming up trying to see if they were open. They left the open sign on in the gaping hole, and customers were scrambling over the busted chairs to be like, you guys open? And they're like, yeah. no. Well, the door's still there. I mean. So Dave you can Elias, walk around that mess. Dave Elias reporting out of uh, door, doing the Lord's work. But if you didn't catch that, the St. Matthew's store in Fort 
Myers, Texas, was hit and run by a vehicle who drove into it, busted all their furniture, kept the open sign on, so now customers are just wandering in and out of that gaping hole wondering if the store works. Why does nobody just go over and turn the open sign off? I just It's just something they don't want to do. If you're closed, I mean, you could get to it. It's just lawn furniture, and that's not glass. That was like plexiglass. Like, the whole pane had fallen over. And I looked into this St. Saint Matthew's, this, this Goodwill, and it's actually rated the sixth best secondhand store in Fort Myers. But I'm going to say this. I think the list is bullshit. I'll be I'll be quite honest with you. How do you get sixth best in? I don't think Fort Myers <laughs> is a large town in Texas. Well, yeah, they got the big six for Fort Myers, but all the top five, aside from one, were all just like run-of-the-mill Goodwill stores. So that's a little shaky as far as maybe a secondhand game there. Was it a Goodwill like put together list? Like, was this a, a list that's like Goodwill's like? Hey, we compiled the top six thrift of stores Fort Myers. in Fort Myers, and it's us and then those other guys that got smashed. So Family Thrift is the number one rated thrift store in Fort Myers. I mean, partially because it didn't get a car driven through it. I'm assuming that has to do something with they that. They turn their open sign off when they're closed, which is a star automatically. So I thought it would uh, be an okay thing to do to reach out to Family Thrift in in Fort Myers to ask them if they knew about the St. Matthew's tragedy. And I had reached out to Family Thrift, and they said they have – they they themselves have reached out to St. Matthew's to say, if there's anything that you folks need over there, let us know. And that's the thrift community. I mean, we've got yeah. the roaches. We've got the whole thrifty universe. But the community is everywhere. I was just making sure that down there in Fort Myers, the family thrift earned their badge as the best secondhand store in Fort Myers to see if they were helping out the little people. They're the family thrift, you know, like Mm -hmm. they want everybody to be welcome. You know, that's how you get to be number one is by helping your fellow thrift stores that are, you know, number six. Absolutely. And through this thrift tale from Fort Myers, it kind of also led me down another rabbit hole. People been wrecking into Goodwills for a long ass time, dude. I think, like that's been a thing. Yeah, because Goodwill doesn't like, you know, get fancy with their locations. You know, other places might put up those like, you know, those concrete barricades that block people by windows. No. But Goodwill Press is the flesh. Come on in. Yeah, Goodwill's working Come off of in. donations, you know. Mm-hmm. They they don't have, you know, the need for accoutrements outside. They there can't afford a, that. There was another one. And forgive me if that this if somebody knows this and I'm saying it wrong, but I think it was in Corpus Christi that somebody was buying a mattress and they put the mattress on top. They were putting the, the mattress on top of the car and somehow inside the car, something hit the gas pedal when they were doing not that. Yeah, hit the gas pedal when they're doing it. And the car slammed in reverse <laughs> through a goodwill and it broke a dude's legs, both of them. Holy shit. Yeah. So he like got smashed by smashed by the, the you know, you think you're getting a new mattress. And then the next second, your car is through the front. Bad cars are out there. Now for Goodwill. That story is immediately bad when it starts with, 
So I was buying a mattress at Goodwill. Yeah, and so, yeah, that one hurt somebody. But the St. Matthew's tragedy is is on our minds today. Um, for fans listening in that area, that story is closed, absolutely certain. Did they ever catch the, the culprit? No. No, they did not. Because Goodwill, no frills, no security cameras. No, yeah, and, and basically... They had said that all their furniture, as you saw strewn about in the in the in the video, busted every piece of furniture they had. Yeah. Uh, some of the couches looked like they might have been okay. The bounciest of the couches were all right, but yeah, yeah there was a lot of shit strewn about, <laughs> and the whole pane of glass. That's the thing is that like I think had the glass shattered, but that whole like mm-hmm. you know that's a probably a fifteen foot pane at least that fell over and just like cleared things out all the way back. <laughs> yeah. And so we want you to love your cars. Um, we love our cars here. Um, cars can go bad, but most importantly, they are a vehicle, not only to listen to this podcast, but to take you from point A to point B. So in 2019, appreciate your cars. And the comments of this episode, I'd love to see pictures of uh, you folks and your cars. And maybe I'll put a little montage uh, together. Oh, a little, <laughs> a little best of. I saw a Tesla today, actually, while we were going out thrifting. Uh, no, no I had shit. one of those moments where I was like, oh, a Tesla. Yeah. And now I'm bringing it up, so you know. I awesome. Thought it was cool. Thank you. Um, coming up here for uh, Thrifty as well as some other podcasts out of the, the Pittsburgh uh, area, because that's where we're from, we're doing a podcast night here. So if you are a local fan, just kind of in the area, we're doing a, a cool podcast night. Start the Beat with Sykes, Ghoul on Ghoul, Neon Brainiacs, Thrifty Podcast, and that's going to be Saturday, January. Nope. Is that right? No, it's Friday. Friday, January 25th. Friday, January 25th. Yeah. Saturday. Podcast night at the Toma. Saturday is my birthday. Is your, Friday is, yeah, podcast night. So pre-gaming Josh's birthday, uh, Friday, January 25th, podcast night at the Toma. Four podcasts, four hours. We're going to have food. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're local or if, even if you're far away and want to come in for that too, definitely um, uh, make arrangements with other roaches in the area, and maybe that could be a cool thing yeah, for you. Yeah, hit us up. We'll help you figure it out. If you don't know any roaches in the area, we'll work we'll find our, you. We'll find you a roach. Yeah, we'll work the spider webs and figure something out. And I hope everybody had a, a, a great holiday season. I know uh, Santa was kind to me. I know uh, Santa was kind to Josh as well. And as usual on our show, Alternate Reality, the theme to our show for many reasons, of course, by Steve Bears and Bluffs, bluffs.bandcamp.com. To all the cars listening, thanks for putting up with us. And also, thanks for putting up with Thrifty Podcast in 2018. 2019 should be this or worse, I bet. Anyway, for everybody else, get ready.